5G is one of the most anticipated, promoted and debated technology advancements in modern history. The industry claims that 5G along with AI and machine learning will revolutionize connectivity and communications for many business applications. But does 5G play any role in solving the day-to-day challenges for trucking operations? Can 5G make the life of a truck operator any better? Let's hear what the experts say. Hi guys, this is your host Ashish Jain and you're listening to the Alignment Podcast where we go beyond the buzzwords and connect the dots between technology and its business impact. In this episode, we will dive into a day in the life of a truck driver and sift through the realistic impact that 5G can make in the trucking industry. While some analysts indicate that trucking communications are some two years away from adopting 5G technology, we are pleased to be speaking with a transportation industry expert who can shed some realistic light on this subject. Our guest today is Dr. Ashim Bose, Chief Data Scientist and Vice President of Artificial Intelligence and Machine Learning at Omnitrax, a company that provides SaaS-based fleet management solutions for the trucking industry. Dr. Ashim has a PhD in Artificial Intelligence with deep experience in the automotive, manufacturing, transportation, and telecom verticals. During his two-decade-long career, he has helped the Space Telescope Science Institute, Verizon, EDS, HPE, DXC, and a host of other reputable companies solve their technology-to-business alignment challenges. Welcome, Dr. Bose. It's a pleasure to speak with you today. Thank you. Great to be here, Ashish. You've been an artificial intelligence expert and in fact a PhD on it for a long time and artificial intelligence has just started to surface I would say several years back. So how come you've been an expert on this for over 15 years or so? What have you been doing in artificial intelligence? Yeah, (laughs) great question Ashish. So um, you know AI has been around a long time um, starting in the 60s, and it has had a few summers and winters along the way. And for those of us who are passionate about uh, leveraging the techniques that AI can provide and solve real-world problems, there is no shortage of problems to solve, all the way from planning and scheduling of space observations to optimizing uh, assembly lines in manufacturing plants to optimizing supply chains to you know introducing intelligence into our devices into our vehicles so if you think about it across multiple decades you know ai has slowly but surely been creeping into our daily lives you think about computer vision natural language processing Think about Alexa, Siri, et cetera. Think about the intelligence in our photo apps, on our phones. AI has crept into our daily lives, and it's because there's been some really good, solid work going on behind the scenes uh, over multiple decades, some, some of which you know, is called out by you know, the media, some of which goes on behind the scenes. So we go through these cycles of summer and winter and so on. But the hard work continues, and we're seeing that progress manifest itself in our daily lives. Wow, yeah. A lot of people, I, I'm sure they use, like you said, Alexa and Siri and, and photo apps. They don't even realize the, the technology behind it is really AI that is making it possible. In fact, my car tells me now where it's parked or how long will it take me to reach there before even I tell it where I'm going. So there's all uh, sort of examples of AI. It's pretty good, pretty neat on how the technology is playing. Now, we are living in pretty interesting times right now when COVID is 
just changing everything around us. You've been in the trucking industry or the transportation industry. How how it has changed that? Yeah, it's you know like every other industry, like the rest of our lives, the pandemic has definitely had uh, impacts uh, within our industry as well. Obviously, you know we serve a lot of different customers that sit in different industries as well. You know, all the way from food to to gas to you know, automotive parts and so on and so forth. So so we serve a lot of different industries. And as you might expect, the pandemic has impacted certain industries harder. And in some industries, there's actually, you know, a spike in demand, if you will. So it's definitely having an impact across the board. Obviously, when, you, when it comes to transportation, you're moving goods from point A to point B. And in doing so, you're traversing you know, hot spots, and, you know, obviously the focus there is on minimizing risk. And uh, we are working with our customers, providing COVID-related alerts, uh, leveraging publicly available data, and so on and so forth. So that's been well-received by our customers. It helps with their planning. It helps reduce risk. You know, obviously, one of the other impacts, which is really interesting, is when you look at some of the KPIs, the industry KPIs, key performance indicators, you know, things like fuel efficiency, delays in traffic, critical events, which are things like, you know, heartbreaking, sharp turns, accidents, that type of thing. When you think about these type of metrics, there's obviously been a bit of a positive uptick, if you will, given that, you know, there's less traffic on the roads, you know, our customers have to deal with less uh, craziness on the roadways. And so, you know, KPI like fuel efficiency goes up, you know, a KPI like critical events goes down because there's less volume uh, on the roads and that helps. So it, you know, it has had multifaceted impacts within the industry. At a tactical level, obviously the truck drivers are obviously on the road. The supporting staff at the back office, uh, a lot of them are now working from home like the rest of us. Uh, which is relatively new to them because typically within the industry, most people were used to working from an office. So, so there's been definitely a push to, you know, improve safety, uh, have people work from home as, as needed. And in some ways, that's pushing people to adopt more digital techniques. And I would say it's, it's an accelerator for digital transformation in some of these companies. So really lots of multifaceted impact due to the pandemic. That's interesting. So how is overall, you know, technologies like AI, machine learning, or for that matter, I'll touch upon 5G as well, or just in simply wireless connectivity has come into play in solving the new challenges that you've noticed, like overall from a perspective of, you've mentioned uh, safety as one of the areas, work from home or other areas and uh, collecting information, like in terms of industry KPIs. How has technology come into play in in handling the pandemic or in general from a transportation industry perspective? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, in terms of technology, we can kind of boil it down to hardware, software, platforms. And uh, when you think about it, telematics, it's been around a long time, and we obviously specialize in it. So that's an example of technology in the cab that provides connectivity to the back office. 
Uh, it helps fleet operators with uh, a lot of the metrics around compliance. Hours of service is an important metric for the industry, the number of hours drivers spend on the road between breaks and on shifts and so on and so forth. There are the other metrics that I mentioned, fuel efficiency, critical events, and many more. So, you know, so technology is playing a key part in it because it's allowing our customers, uh, the industry to monitor some of these metrics. But uh, off late, there have been other additions from a hardware perspective, sensors, cameras, you know, on the truck, in the, in the cab and so on. So, so now, you know, we have the ability to not only collect telematics data, but also take it above and beyond in terms of, you know, other signals from the roadways that can help make, uh, make our customers more safe, uh, more efficient, uh, more compliant, if you will. And uh, so there is the hardware piece. And then, you know, when you think about software, uh, it's an enabler. It's an enabler to take the data from the cab, from the truck, and, you know, move it to the back end. You know, it could be uh, a data center, it could be in the cloud. Uh, and obviously that allows us to, you know, run our algorithms, you know, planning, scheduling, compliance, safety, uh, and some more esoteric uh, algorithms as well, you know, things like retention. You know, within the trucking industry, you know, attrition is a huge problem. Truck drivers have a you know, tough life. You know, they're on the road quite a bit without uh, a lot of human interaction and so on and so forth. So, you know, retention, attrition is, is, a, is a major problem. And so being able to, to leverage the data that's being collected, do some predictive analytics, you know, talk about uh, when is the driver more likely to quit can help, can help our customers, you know, proactively work with them and prevent that from happening, which in the, if they're a top 10 or top X percent driver, then that, you know, that, that can be a huge uh, benefit to the customer. So there, there are a number of use cases that technology enables, both on the front end and the back end. Uh, I mentioned safety. Uh, you know, when it comes to safety, you know, the goal here is to prevent bad things from happening. Of course, once a bad thing happens, uh, then you got to deal with it. And then the issue is to minimize risk, minimize exposure. There are quite a few large claims within the industry have had to, you know, deal with just because accidents, um, when they do happen, can lead to lawsuits and so on and so forth. So, you know, risk risk management, risk mitigation is something that technology helps our customers. You know, the first thing, of course, is to prevent an accident from happening. And the second thing is, if it does happen, then trying to figure out the root cause and um, go through that process in a more data-oriented way is extremely important. So uh, these are some of the, um, the examples of technology in action within within the industry. Pretty cool. Okay. So um going to shift the topic a little bit beyond AI. And I know there's a huge 
discussion and, you know, as I said, uh, promotion and debate around the wireless technology and 5G um, introduction in the market, uh, especially in U.S. And, and even internationally. There, There's quite a bit of talk around, you know, mostly from vendors and the service providers on, you know, all the great things 5G can do. And uh, for the transportation industry, the claims of being, you know, providing uh, a more consistent uh, telemetry data for field service vehicles and delivery trucks or uh, and and the and the benefits you know span from just expanding on the telemetry to a better visibility uh, for the transportation industry uh, to vehicle to vehicle uh, interaction or vehicle to infrastructure interaction to completely autonomous driving and platooning. Uh, so there is a wide span of things that the five G technology enthusiasts like myself kind of likes to talk about. I want to take your perspective on 5G and where do you think it realistically applies in actually solving a problem uh, and where it is kind of a hype? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. And uh, let me answer it um, with a use case-based lens, if you will, to your point earlier, that technology is only as good as uh, the use case it enables You know, from an adoption perspective. And when you think about a use case, more often than not, the communication 5G type uh, technologies will interact with other technologies that enable the use case like AI. And so when you look at it holistically, adoption is um, influenced by things like user perception. Does the user perceive the, the value add to be positive or negative in terms of their daily life? accuracy, you know, whatever insights that are being provided, are they really on target or are they off target? And here the tolerance is important because from a data science perspective, it may be, you know, 80% accurate or whatever, but it may not be good enough for the customer. Trust is another one, you know, do the customers, do the drivers, do the back office folks, do they trust in the insights that are being provided through the use case? Real-time performance is important. You know, when things are happening at a split-second basis, if the insight that's being provided comes in a few minutes or a few hours down the road, then it's useless. So, you know, there is a timing uh, element here as well. And when you think about 5G uh, in concert with technologies like AI, they enable all of this. They have the ability to enable all of this. Uh, so, so we are, you know, obviously extremely excited about the impact that 5G could have on things like, you know, the user experience, uh, the real-time experiences, the more media-rich content that could be um, provided to to our drivers. You know, think about, uh, you know, all the time on the road, interacting with one or more devices, uh, along with monitoring real-time traffic and navigating through it, there's an opportunity to provide more engaging, more real-time experiences, both in terms of the driving, the autonomous features that are creeping in, as well as, you know, when they're at a stop, providing them with perhaps some entertainment options, as well as, you know, some coaching, you know, kind of just kind of reviewing the drive that they just had and providing some engaging uh, gamified coaching that can help them improve their driving performance to improve uh, the, the KPIs that, that they may be being measured against and paid against. So it could you know, hit their bottom line as well. So, so these are the types of things 
5G in concert with other technologies can enable. And so we are, you know, very excited about that, you know, uh, but we have to temper our excitement because there are certain uh, drivers that will dictate uh, the rate of adoption. Things like, you know, what devices um, are enabled through 5G, you know, what does the coverage uh, look like through the various providers? What are some of the integration costs? You know, and in general, you know, total cost of ownership, you know, because, you know, within the industry, there's a huge focus on the bottom line, a few dollars one way or the other per asset per truck can make a huge difference. And so as we look to, you know, embrace the technology, uh, we have to be price sensitive based on our customers' needs and uh, and make sure that uh, this is you know aligned with customers expectations has a compelling roi business value and so on and so forth now you mentioned autonomous trucks and platooning these are obviously really cool concepts there are there is progress being made along the way you know we don't expect uh, you know full autonomy level uh, level five full autonomy to be um, to be had anytime soon, um, but having said that, there will be steps uh, being taken uh, in terms of automating more elements of the drive, if you will, and helping helping the driver with their minute to minute interactions with the vehicle. Uh, so we definitely see that happening, even in things like what's the safe distance to be behind the vehicle in front of you, you know, what's the speed at which you want to take a turn. So there are some very tactical things that uh, that will come in terms of autonomy uh, and uh, the driver experience before full-blown autonomy, if you will. We definitely see, you know, some of these new technologies, AI, 5G, etc., enabling that. But having said that, we don't, you know, in, in the near future, we don't uh, anticipate there to be a fully autonomous truck with no humans in it. You know, a human in the loop is going to be critical. Now, what they do in the vehicle is going to change over time as the truck becomes more and more autonomous. And uh, it'll make uh, the quality of life, um, efficiency, productivity, etc., even better as the human in the loop is now allowed to do uh, more value-added functions in terms of the plan, the schedule, uh, the efficiency, and so on and so forth. So that's the way we are looking at it. Obviously, we, these are you know really important, really strategic problems uh, we in the industry are dealing with on a day-to-day basis and working with the OEMs who are also doing a fair amount in this space. So a um, lot, lot to come in the future for sure. That's great. So you mentioned something interesting, right? So overall, you said real-time experience and media-rich experience that 5G will enable. So 4G is pretty good, right? I mean, in terms of overall wireless connectivity, what is it that 5G is going to enable that you're not able to do today? And especially I'm talking about whether it's experience or telemetry. Yeah, so it's more about just uh, you know improved bandwidth capacity and being able to send and receive more data per second, if you will. You're right. You know, telemetry's been around a while, 4G's been around a while, and so on and so forth. But think about the, the explosion in the data at every point in the ecosystem, including the vehicle, right? You have a lot more sensors. You have a lot 
for cameras. Uh, you know, there may even be LiDAR at some point, um, you know, based on the autonomy stuff. So a lot of the quote-unquote computing will happen at the edge, will happen in the vehicle, but there will be a need to ship more KPIs, more macro, you know, metrics and so on back to the uh, back office, to the cloud, to the data center, et cetera, for the, some of the insights and machine learning models to run on the back end as well. So that's one aspect. The, the other aspect is the media-rich content that we're consuming. It's almost like no matter how fat the pipe, the, the media content, you know, it, it figures out a way to <laughs> chew that up. A few years ago, we had much thinner uh, broadband connections at home, and we thought, you know, life was good. But lo and behold, with all the, the video games and media-rich content that, you know, my kids are consuming now. No matter what I upgrade to, I still seem to have a problem. That's right. Uh, in terms of the bandwidth. So those are the type of factors that will kick in and will will drive uh, some of the adoption, assuming we're able to solve for at the right, the right price point and uh, some of the other uh, topics I mentioned earlier. Great. So one thing which always intrigues me is like, you know, the the cabs and the trucks, right? They're pretty fancy, getting pretty fancy these days. And um, the from a truck operator perspective, whether, it, you know, it's the back end and more so the, the one who is driving it, if we ask like, let's say 100, people, 100 truck drivers and they ask them, okay, what are some real challenges that you want to get solved uh, for you? What would you, what would you think they say? Yeah, so so there are certain challenges that have been around for a while. I think the nuances have changed, but a lot of the, the core challenges remain. When you look at the industry, there is a spread, right? There's a spectrum from the mom and pop type operators, family owned operators to very large providers that have very large fleets, thousands of trucks, you know, operating in multiple industry segments and so on and so forth. So the challenges to a certain extent vary by sub-segment, uh, but there are some common themes. Safety is a big one. There's a lot of risk out there in terms of traffic, in terms of uh, driving ability and so on and so forth. Um, so safety and managing risk is is a key key driver, whether you're small or big, no matter what. Fleet efficiency, you know, miles per gallon, extremely important because even you know uh, most of the trucks you know have fairly you know low you know miles per gallon in you know in general when you compare it to passenger cars and so on and so forth and that makes sense because they're a lot bigger and carry a lot more weight uh, so even a small swing by percent in miles per gallon can have a huge impact on the bottom line you know i mentioned retention which uh, you know retaining the top drivers and making sure that they're motivated. They, they they felt they feel taken care of. That they have uh, the right care and feeding, if you will, on an ongoing basis, is extremely important. So so these are some. While it's a highly technology enabled industry, when you really boil it down to what are the pain points, a lot of times they're more human related. They're more business related. And technology can help alleviate some of this and improve these metrics and improve the quality of life for our customers. 
which at the end of the day helps them operate their business in a more effective way. That's great. Very well put. Well, I I hope the human element doesn't go away uh, once, whether it's 10 years or 15 years or five years, whatever that number looks like uh, for autonomous vehicles to kick in and, and human continues to play a role in it. On the, uh, and this is probably one of my last questions here. Um, overall, I, I'm I'm hearing that you're, you're excited about 5G. And, you know, of course you said, um, you know, you've, have to be more realistic and temporary excitement in terms of the availability and coverage. You, I assume, are on the receiving end of the 5G technology, right? It's it's a factor that is an enabler for you. Or do you think a 5G plays an integral part in overall, you know, how you operate your industry? Or in general, what would you ask the 5G industry leaders to say, okay, this is from a truck, trucking industry perspective, there are the, these are the three things that are really want to make sure the 5G functions properly for me to function properly? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, so, yeah, so we would, you know, technologies like 5G, uh, I would say the industry is more more a consumer. Uh, we want to leverage it where it makes sense can provide richer user experiences, uh, improved use cases to our customers. It, when it comes to requests of the 5G industry, uh, it, it comes down to, you know, ease of integration, you know, the coverage, you know, if it's body coverage, then you got to wonder, you know, uh, what's the point, especially in an industry where you're always on the move, if you will. And you can go, go from, you know, really good coverage to really bad coverage pretty quickly. Cost, you know, the cost of adoption. So to me, these are the, the primary drivers. You know, the, the easier the industry can make it for us to consume, at the right price point, that helps. That's great. Now, to close on this, um, we said earlier that some analysts say trucking industry is around two years away from adopting 5G. What's your take on that? I think that's the beginning of the curve, adoption curve. Uh, as you know, adoption is not a Boolean event. You know, yesterday, <laughs> industry didn't have it, and today everybody has it. So I don't think that's going to happen. It'll start to get there. But you know, like anything on a curve, you know, there is a time element there as well. And uh, we have to be realistic about that. All right. Thank you, Dr. Ashim. This was a great conversation and uh, really appreciate all your insights. Uh, loved your way of explaining uh, what the how the technology is influenced by users' benefits, accuracy, trust, and real-time performance. Those are really some great points. And the human element continues to stay, I hope. Thanks again for your time. Thanks, Ashish. It was a pleasure. So the verdict from the expert is that 5G along with AI will be a key enabler in improving the trucking operations and the life of a truck driver. But adoption curve will realistically start in a couple of years. Thanks, Dr. Ashim, for explaining the challenges that remain to be solved and critical areas 5G industry should keep in mind to solve problems of the transportation industry. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I hope you liked this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the Alignment Podcast on your favorite platform. Reach out to me at ashish.chain at kairospulse.com with feedback and suggestions or look me up on LinkedIn. Until next time, stay safe and get aligned.